You're listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast, the show to hear tips and tricks about staying productive and having an awesome lifestyle as a remote worker. Proudly presented by Remote Compass and WorldPodcasts.com. Now let's welcome your host, Alan Kaig. Hey, Jason. Thanks for being here today. Howdy, howdy. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Jason, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the business about Week Done? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So my name's well, Jason Dudinsky, uh, and I am the marketing manager at Week Done. Um, so I'm been working at Week Done for about five years so far. And the cool thing about Week Done, well, is it's uh, based in Estonia. Um, so I'm originally from the U.S. Um, so I moved here to start an MA um, and have been uh, working at Week Done um, since then. Um, so Week Done as overall is actually a pretty kind of cool uh, and interesting app. So it's a combination of goal setting and weekly planning and check-ins. Um, it uses the OKR methodology, which is objectives and key results. Um, and basically the focus of Week Done is to help you guys set um, your kind of big goals you want to achieve, um, but then give employees and teams uh, ways to sort of manage their work. Um, and actually connect those little things you do um, to your bigger goals. Um, in the same way, there's tons of other kind of sub-features like the news feed. So it's actually good for seeing what everyone's doing uh, and how your kind of daily activities connect to your sort of bigger work. I see. So OKRs and a bit of um, transparency here and there beyond OKRs with, with the sort of news feed. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it gives employees and kind of the general users um, the ability to sort of plan their week. Um, so we do what's called the PPP, um, which uh, definitely add methodology after that, because if you just put PPP in Google, you normally end up either with a Spanish <laughs> song or the People Pakistani Party. Um, so uh, PPP status reporting, um, which is the idea that you report your plans, um, you share the sort of progress or the things you got done, um, and you mention any problems you have. Um, in Week Done, you can actually link those sort of plans you have to your objectives, um, which are your kind of big goals that you want to accomplish either as a team um, or a company during the quarter. Um, so basically, it's a good way of tying those kind of company and team directions um, to what you're doing um, as a person. Right. So uh, cascading the big picture down to the everyday. Um, yeah. To uh, switch gears a little bit, uh, let's share with the audience a little bit of context regarding your ways of working outside of the product that you build and, and how the service looks like. Um, can you tell folks about uh, what it's like being part of Week Done in terms of a remote or a hybrid setting or in th what that might mean to one's personal life? Working at Week Done's miserable. They lock us in closets and make us sit and type on our computers for days. This is my <laughs> this is my cry for help. Um, <laughs> no, no one's ever asked. Uh, 
Um, no, so no, we've done we've done some enjoyable to work at. Um, we're we're not um, locked in and trying to desperately escape. Uh, no, but we've done's actually cool. So one of our sort of uh, frown founding principles um, is the sort of your work and your life should fit together. Um, so really, as we kind of set things up, um, we really want people here to be able to um, both manage their life, be able to kind of get a haircut during the day, function, go to their doctor's appointments, um, but also kind of get things done on their own time. Um, the important things for us is, hey, you know, actually getting things done. So when you need to get that done, um, and how you need to get that done is up to you. So one of the things I even always ask when doing interviews is, you know, like, what time of the day do you like to work? When are you most productive? Um, just to kind of get a feel of, hey, when is a good time to communicate? Um, so for actually a while, we've been what I just refer to as kind of hybrid remote um, where even before the pandemic and everything, we've been very, hey, if you want to come into the office, you can come into the office. If you want to work from home, um, you can work from home. Um, it's definitely been interesting because, you know, uh, for example, a lot of our developers um, have never really come into the office. You know, they might come in once a month if there's free food there um, or we're doing a team event. Um, but the same is uh, it's really to work when you want to work um, and where you want to work from. So it's really fun for me because actually there's uh, one person on my team, um, Hillary, who we live both in Estonia, but we actually haven't had the chance to meet in person ever. Um, so it's really cool because it just goes to show how you can actually sort of balance this uh, remote work situation. <laughs> Given all the uh, flexibility that, that's been available for folks at Week Done, how much have have things changed uh, since the pandemic? Was there anything significant? Yeah, I would say there hasn't been a huge, massive change um, in how we do things. Um, now we take more of those sort of chances, or when we have to have sort of the in-person meetings for bigger things, as sort of a luxury. Um, but actually. Um, there hasn't been a huge change uh, on my part. Um, normally, I was uh, I, I like to separate my sort of study location with my work location. Um, so even before then, I would come to the office and I'd usually be the only one there. Um, so it's still sort of like the remote setting, even when I'm in the office. Uh, right. So yeah, there hasn't been a huge change. I think the, the biggest change is that now the... It, it's tricky because mentality has somewhat changed. Um, before, you know, when you're balancing your work and personal life, um, it was easier to do things, go out, have, have a life. Um, but now that the sort of life part is different, um, I think kind of motivations and energy and productivity has changed some. Um, so, you know, the amount of time people can work, people's schedules, you know, when they feel best working has changed up some. Um, and especially in Estonia, when it's uh, winter, it's pretty dark. Um, so if you're just at home, you're just kind of at home and want to sleep. Um, so then sort of the challenge for us is actually, hey, um, how can we get people to feel happy, be motivated and feel, you know, that they're both fulfilled in life uh, and at work? Um, so that's been more of the challenge when it comes to sort of the pandemic situation for us. How about for your customers? Are you hearing a lot of stories in terms of change, in terms of their behavior, especially 
with regards to how they use your product? Yeah, for sure. I think the customers um, will have the, the biggest change um, because a lot of them did have sort of traditional work environments. But even before then, we had a lot of people who were remote and distance and virtual teams. Um, so for some of them, it was, oh, perfect. Week done already fits. We're already doing virtual or a hybrid. Um, but a few of our customers actually had to sort of make the changes, um, especially some of the bigger organizations where, you know, week done was like, okay, we're all in the building, but, you know, everyone's in different places. Um, so we need something to connect together, um, not necessarily with their specific team. Um, but we saw actually, you know, an uptick in some of the using the team features. So, you know, we have those sort of weekly planning aspect. Um, oftentimes before people would say, hey, this sort of OKR is all I want and want to focus on goals because, you know, we already know what we're planning because uh, we have all these meetings. But then with the sort of switch, um, now they sort of needed the sort of weekly planning aspect more. Uh, because they didn't have that sort of in-person structure and communication. How much are you changing in terms of the product and focus on certain features? Yeah, it's actually been cool. So right now we're doing a split in the product, actually. Um, so we're testing out a more uh, weekly focused version. Um, so right now we have the OKR version. Um, which again, still has the weekly planning and all that great stuff. But we're actually um, making a version that's more focused on weekly planning, um, communicating with the manager, um, and really just kind of like building team communication as a whole. Um, since we sort of saw that is now becoming one of the, the bigger issues. Um, so right now we've uh, done the split. Um, we're still kind of running and testing it through. Uh, we did it pretty recently, actually. It was uh, a, a month ago. So we kind of we're like, okay, let's test this out. So we did a lot of uh, panic splitting things, some real quick email setups, uh, and, you know, really just kind of uh, made some landing pages. And we're like, now we have two products. Um, so, yeah, we're, it's really cool and exciting, especially because now it's really a lot of the feedback we get from customers um, we can really make direct changes with. Um, since, you know, people are like, hey, what do you actually want to make your team more successful? Uh, especially if it's a remote team, um, and we're able to use that in sort of the planning, the direction of the product split. Uh, how would you describe the uh, role of OKRs in a remote team? Yeah, so I think the big thing, um, so for those who aren't familiar, OKRs are objectives and key results. Um, basically, it's a methodology where you have objectives, which are your big goals you want to set, uh, and you have your key results, which are sort of the measurable outcomes um, that kind of lead to that objective success. Um, when it comes to sort of remote teams, um, the important thing is actually having a general goal and having a direction um, that you want to follow. Um, so it's definitely really important for teams to have that direction that everyone can kind of focus their activities on. Um, oftentimes when you just have, hey, here are some KPI or metrics you want to hit, um, usually you just do business as usual. Um, you bring in objectives when you actually want to change business as usual, when you want to do something bigger or move in a more positive direction. Um, so when you as a remote team have sort of one goal um, that you want to work on, um, you know where the team's going, you know where things want to get headed, um, and you can plan your work and plan your role um, in that goal sort of as you will. 
Um, so it makes it a lot easier to kind of really have the general direction of where you want to take things and to know that you do play a part in the picture as well. Is it safe to say that any kind of team will need this kind of um, point of view or framework and it's just the nature of being remote that forces us to be a little more mindful and systematic? Yeah, I would say kind of any team, well, any team needs a goal. You have to have something you're sort of uh, working for um, to really kind of push and expand where you want to go. And really, that's what motivates people. Um, like, yes, you know, business as usual can be great. But if, you know, you're not moving in any direction, eventually you can kind of lose interest and lose focus. You know, if you're already doing what's been done or it gets repetitive, um, you kind of lose that dynamic spark. Um, so definitely setting kind of goals and objectives um, and using the sort of methodology within your team um, is important. Um, so if you use OKRs, if you use another methodology, it's definitely really important to think about those goals you want to take forward. Um, and remote teams, it's even more important um, because, you know, if the only direction you have is, you know, from your bed to your fridge, um, you know, your your inspiration and your, your driving force might not be there. Um, so especially if you can really add those sort of objectives of where you want to take the team, where you want to take the company, um, it can be a huge, you know, motivational benefit because not, it not only rallies everyone around a common cause, um, but it gives people kind of direction and meaning and, you know, something to, to go for rather than snacks. Um, question. Does uh, week done also follow other methodologies? Have you incorporate have you incorporated other sort of um, frameworks and whatnot, or is it very much an OKR kind of thing? Yeah, so I think OKR is our big one um, that sort of drives you know all the team and is the connector between them. Um, we also do, as I kind of mentioned, the PPP methodology, which is how we kind of plan our kind of uh, you know weekly flow. Um, but from there, actually, we kind of let each individual team kind of work out these sort of methodologies that are best for them. Um, it's definitely kind of interesting because, you know, each team and different types of team and how you run the team, um, different processes will work best for that. Um, so, for example, you know, in our uh, marketing team, we are very kind of, you know, project focused. You know, we have our list of projects we want to get done. Um, so we actually use um, what's called the PXL uh, method, which is similar to ICE or RICE, which is more commonly used in sort of the uh, product teams, actually, you know, where they want to prioritize what sort of, you know, projects or things they're going to take on. Um, so we actually use that um, in marketing. And for us, we tie that into our OKR um, because we have one field. So we basically have all the things we want to get done. Um, and we say, hey, what's the importance? What's the impact? Um, you know, and then what's the strategic alignment? So how much does this activity actually link to our OKRs? Um, so in this way, we kind of use that methodology and connect it to our objectives as a whole. Um, and, you know, different teams have their own kind of flows and methodologies. Um, so I think the most important thing is finding a way for it to work with you. Um, so in week done, um, you know, we say we have the PPP methodology, um, but they're actually customizable templates you can use. Um, so you can make custom questions, custom things like that. Um, so you can actually use sort of the flexibility to make it better fit your sort of working methodologies. 
Right. So there's a good amount of freedom and maybe not Trello level or code level open-endedness, but you can customize it based on whatever special fields you want to pay attention to. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, historically, we've had a lot of different special fields. Um, so, you know, right now we have like future thoughts, interesting articles, you know, you found just to kind of share information. Um, so, you know, you're not filling up your Slack or your Skype or whatever feed with a bunch of random links. Um, but, you know, you have a place to put it um, so that when people go, oh, hey, like, let's check this out, then you can go there. And it's not, you know, for example, cluttered or lost in time, but more categorized. One of the uh, interesting things I've been encountering in the world of uh, both OKRs and remote, uh, especially if you bring them together, is uh, sometimes the relationships between team members can become too transactional. Uh, what do you have to say about that? And for example, are there places in the product where one can be a little bit more spontaneous outside of the dedicated fields, outside of the usual questions that align with a big picture goal? How can you introduce a little bit more magic and spontaneity? Yeah, exactly. So I think, well, again, as you sort of mentioned, the, the transactional where, you know, things become functional. So, you know, it's still important to actually have, you know, those sort of human connections and elements like that. Um, I think in week done itself, um, we actually have, you know, those kind of fields. Um, so if it comes to kind of talking to your manager and interacting with them more, um, we have a one-on-one -on -one section, which is super useful. Um, so you can have sort of a private, you know, one-on-one -on -one chat um, with your kind of manager. Um, if you're a manager, you can message an employee. Um, and it's just a good way to kind of summarize the week and see how things went. Um, I know for me as a manager, when, you know, I'm like, let's have a one-on-one -on -one call, um, it can feel like a little intimidating and it's awkward and I never know what to say. And I'm like, so how how did you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> good or bad? Please don't say bad. <laughs> um, but with the one-on-one -on -one chats, it's nice because you can have just a place to have that sort of conversation, have that information, and you don't necessarily have to throw in the middle of your Slack chat, we need to talk. Um, <laughs> you, you can just uh, know that there's a place to have, you know, those conversations and be positive. Um, in the same way, you can also in week done rate your job satisfaction, your team spirit, set up custom questions. Um, so you go, oh, hey, were you excited this week? Did things go well? Um, you can actually set those up. Um, you can give feedback um, to your teammates as well. Um, so we have some really kind of cheesy and dorky phrases with their corresponding emojis. I, I came up with them, so I, I can trash talk them. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, you can tell people to keep it up, and it sends them a balloon. <laughs> Great teamwork is a nice ball. <laughs> wow. Look, you gotta come up with something better. You you make an emoji that fits a phrase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking in terms of a rocket ship, but uh, Yeah, exactly. My balloon? I was thinking outside the box with that. <laughs> But either way, it's actually really nice because you can just give some quick feedback, say something fun. And also in the news feed, you can make posts, share information. Um, so whether it's something you just want to share to your team or share to the whole company, um, you can actually do that in the news feed as well. How synchronous is this chat? You yeah, have so to, for example, be ready on a Friday because the boss might drop some comments. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> at 3 p.m. or maybe at 7 p.m. 
when I'm yeah. having dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, so for kind of week done in general, um, we're really big on the idea of sort of asynchronous communication. Um, so again, asynchronous communication is when you have communication that doesn't happen at the same moment. Um, it sounds, you know, like, oh, hey, this is like a fancy term, um, but it's something we're all used to dealing with, like uh, emails, um, even when you're getting messages, if you choose not to respond to it instantly. Um, it's asynchronous, and it's the same way sort of in nature. Um, most animals communicate. So when a dog pees on, you know, a fire hydrant or on the ground, um, it's leaving an asynchronous message to other dogs for them to find later metaphor. that, hey, they were there. Um, so in a way, asynchronous communication is how we're used to communicating. Um, and now I feel we're really like trying to force synchronous communication where, oh, we all need to have these live chats. We need to Skype. You know, you need a virtual desktop where you can see avatars of all of the people who are working there. Um, but with Week Done, again, the information's there. Um, so you can kind of come in and you can look at it. You can check out the news feed whenever you want. Um, we do have the report that's generated. Um, so for managers at five o'clock on Friday, all of the information that you put into week done um, gets formed into a nice report. Um, so you can get an overview of what everyone did during the week, give comments then. Um, so basically, it's just getting your information um, before the kind of report is generated um, and you're good to go. So you can kind of do that at your pace. Um, and then sort of then the next week you can start fresh, start planning, start thinking of your ideas and give your updates as you go. Nice. Have you found that uh, more of these reviews or, 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 or planning activities tend to happen at the end of the week or in the beginning or somewhere in the middle? Yeah. So, well, well, progress updates, definitely, you know, as they happen during it. Um, I think a lot for these sort of planning, um, we try to push the idea of, hey, you know, updating everything on Friday um, and putting your plans in for the next week um, during that Friday as well. I know some people do really good where Friday, hey, I know what I'm going to do next week and I know what I'm going to do there. Um, and I think that works for a lot of people. I know for me, I'm a bit of a Monday morning planner because I, I'm like, I don't even want to think about the next week. I have some, you know, crying in my uh, bathroom to do. So like, let's uh, save that for later. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think Friday's usually a good time if you want to plan for the next week, because again, it's a good idea for giving everyone an idea um, of what's going on next week. Um, but also for me, like adding things in Monday or even as I go, because I think uh, everyone always get random tasks that appear. There's always fires to put out. Um, so definitely kind of updating as you go is important as well. Right. And it, it doesn't feel uh, too forced or um, maybe transactional because it, it's the update expands sort of open-ended. It's just yeah, like... So here's an easy question to answer and then you can drop a one-liner. Yeah, exactly. So you can kind of come in and go as you will. Um, and the same thing is it's uh, you can comment on other people's activities as you will. 
Um, so usually people just comment um, when I make grammar mistakes. Um, <laughs> incredibly helpful feedback on my activities. Um, or if I've entered in, you know, something before I finish typing it, they're like, and? Um, but yeah, no, it's good because uh, you can actually get the feedback from people kind of as it happens and when you will. Um, I know I like kind of creep the news feed at the end of the day. So I'll usually, you know, drop in, give some likes, give some extra feedback or comment. Um, but it's a nice thing because you can see the things that are there. The manager sees them. It's apparent. It gets put in a report. Um, but you can respond as you will. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it's heavily asynchronous. And perhaps, yeah, the, the tools can only do so much. It's about the culture of when you expect a response and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Exactly. So, you know, again, I'm trying to, you know, give updates um, when it's necessary. So I know for me, um, the only days I really get things done are Tuesday and Thursday because, you know, I'm like Monday, Wednesday, Friday usually ends up like meeting and strategy or I'm doing research then. Um, so, you know, on Wednesday, I'm like, no one talked to me. Like I'm busy talking to other people. So like, I can't, I can't deal with your problems now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was like, we have the idea of kind of when we have our flows, when it's best to communicate. Um, and I think that's an important part, just asking your team like, hey, um, when are you focused? When are you busy being productive? Because that's probably when I don't want to bother you. Um, you know, when should I send that? So, you know, for us, we kind of have a really well agreed, you know, when we have open times. Um, and we just know that, hey, um, you know, the information's there, we'll get to it. Um, and so just kind of making sure you have that responsibility um, so that, you know, you will respond. Um, but at the same time, just being transparent of, you know, when you have time to and uh, finding a nice middle ground that works between uh, everyone. Yeah, the week is really a great way to establish one's cadence, right? The day of the week, the time of the day when you work, um, how a Tuesday is different from a Friday and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing, especially if you're in a remote team and you have people in different time zones. Um, you know, if you want synchronous communication, um, you know, you might be in, oh, hey, you know, in Japan or Korea and you have someone in like California or the East Coast in the U.S., um, you're, you're asleep and awake at different times. It's not always the best to have that synchronous communication. Um, so you just have to know that, hey, you know, I'll get to your message when I wake up and when I start working, um, you know, or, hey, you know, I respond to messages on this day and, you know, the other day I'm focused. So I think once you can really set those boundaries and talk about when people work and when they work best, um, you can actually really make a functional team. Great stuff. Alrighty, Jason, um, before I let you go, I wanted to ask, what has your work taught you about remote that everybody should know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that it really taught me is sort of the idea of uh, indirect control. Um, so especially when everyone's in different places and doing different things, um, you have to approach how you kind of give tasks, how you manage things. Um, where I think with remote work, you really have to kind of trust people um, that they'll be motivated and do what they want, um, that, you know, they'll take their own actions um, and as long as you say, hey, you know, you can do your ideas, you can respond when you need to, but you're also responsible um, for your own actions and activities. Um, I think you can make a really sort of powerful team and really improve communication. Um, so I think, you know, with remote work, even though, you know, you have less control of things, I think it's a good thing to just kind of, you know, say, hey, like, let's let it go. What happens, happens. We have our, our objective. We have our OKR. We know what we need to go through. 
Um, so, you know, I want you guys to be responsible for what you need to do um, and let's get it done together. Um, so I think, you know, letting go of control, I think, is the, the important learning uh, step for remote work. Great stuff. So uh, indirect control sounds like you have control out of, hey, this is uh, where we generally want to be. Um, this is a general time frame um, and maybe some metrics associated to it, whether it's revenue, web traffic, whatever, followers on I Instagram or whatever other metric it might be. But what you do not control is the method of how to get there or when they work uh, during the day or if they want to do everything between Tuesday or uh, and Thursday. That is like already out of bounds. That's too much information. As long as you help us achieve the goals, then you're doing a great job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the important <laughs> thing. Just kind of letting people do as they will and just take responsibility for it. Like, I'm not your mother. I'm not here to, to yell at you. Like, we work together. You're an adult. Like, we can do this. Like. And the reason why you're a part of the team is because you got to do your job. So if I have to break everything down for you, then we're pretty redundant, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. Like I, I, I assume that you do your role because that's what you do. And I, I, I hope you're smarter than me and I hope you can prove me wrong. Like, let me know when you need help. But like, I'm, I'm happy for you to just kind of roll, tell me my ideas are bad and show me that it, you have better ones. Like. Please, I don't know what I'm doing. Please help. <laughs> Great stuff. A very positive vibe and um, uh, lots of wisdom. So, um, Jason, where can we uh, learn more about you and the business? We're going to add the links as well in the description. Yes, yes. Um, so you can go to weekdone.com. Um, I would say look at our social media, but we don't really do much there. Um, we just kind of share our blogs. But definitely, I think checking out weekdone.com, um, we'll uh, share the links for that. Um, I'll also share kind of the landing page for our remote work specific app, um, which is the one that's more focused. Um, I don't remember the URL for that, but, you know, it's organic, so you'll find it. Um, <laughs> and then also we have our kind of blog where we have actually a lot of interesting information, um, both on kind of topics related to goal setting and leadership, but also more fun ones um, such as uh, remote team building. Um, right now, we do a lot of virtual escape rooms as team building. Um, so we're working on our best virtual escape rooms blog as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll hitch all up with the weekdone.com links as well as to our blog where you can find lots of interesting information. All righty. Thank you very much, Jason. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss any of our upcoming or prior episodes. This show is presented by Remote Compass and worldpodcasts.com.